Hello, my name is Abina and welcome back to BIPOC Heard. So let's first start with introducing our speakers. Uh, hi, I'm Hayan. I go to Maple. Hello, my name is Ivy. I'm a grade 11 student based in Vaughan. Hi, my name is Aulia. I'm grade 12 student in Maple. Okay, so today let's talk about winter depression, also like seasonal depression as well. So winter depression is a term to describe moods one would feel during the colder months of the year. It is a topic that is often overlooked because we tend to focus on the positives of the colder months, like the holiday seasons and family gatherings. It is important that we acknowledge the difficult aspect of the winter season to learn more about how we can better support individuals who may be experiencing this. So um, just to start off, has any of you heard of the term winter depression or seasonal depression? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm really feeling it now. Uh, I've heard of the term, but never experienced it or seen. I think especially this year, my winter depression is heavier than last year because uh, this year Canada have no like snow, so I have no fun to go outside. So it's more like sad when I stay inside of my room and eating something endless and like that stuff. So and like in general, like what is your understanding of the term? Because I know that a lot of you have heard about it, but it's like even if you haven't experienced it, what do you know about it? Um, from what I've heard, I, I see it in like social media a lot. It's a term to like really describe, you know, like those somber feelings when days get shorter and um days get darker sooner as well, and you're just not feeling very productive or energetic. Um, even though there are the holiday season, uh, it is the holiday season. Um, some people might feel down, and especially because like there's that lack of dopamine from the lack of sunlight. Yeah, same. Uh, uh, I I've heard that it's caused by the lack of sunlight uh, experience in the winter seasons, but and the fact that people are cooped up in their rooms most of the time due to the cold weather. Um, I think basically the reason why the winter depression happens is because the lack of the sunlight exposure during the winter month and like especially last year we went through the COVID-19 pandemic and we had to lock down and like so it really impact our daily life. Yeah I agree I know that um especially um even the the fact that it's dark at 5 p.m now it kind of leaves no room for to like socialize or even have time for yourself outside of your home. So um, even like with COVID-19, it's kind of, it's kind of repeating what people have experienced like for like the whole two years, but now this is like a season where you can't really do much. So like from knowing all of this, like why do you find it so important to acknowledge seasonal depression or even winter depression itself I, I think it's important to acknowledge winter or seasonal depression in the first place is due to the fact that someone's experiencing this itself right depression triggered by <clears throat> seasonal events or changes in the weather I think are very interesting all on their own but the fact that people are suffering because of this I think it's just an important topic to handle um, I also want to bring up the point of like because this is BIPOC herd um, highlighting like immigrant family experiences um, if you're like, if the rest of your family is back in uh, your like ethnic uh, country, you know, being apart while seeing other families um, where you are celebrating and having fun, uh, that can also like 
increase of winter depression. It's not just the weather, it's not just the lack of sunlight, but also missing out on um, some sort of key family experiences that others might be experiencing. Um, as for me, I think the importance of the, like, the winter depression is I feel more isolation and I will like have low mood every day and just lying and doing nothing, watch some short video and lie, lie on a sofa. And I have, at the same time, I have no energy to study and work. I even don't want to step out of my room. So it's kind of bad for me right now. Right, it's pretty rough for students because like exam season is coming up. So we're expected to be productive, but also this is supposed to be like a winter break or holiday season. So yeah, that sort of can mess with the mind. I know that Elia, you mentioned like some signs and symptoms of what a winter depression could look like or like the feelings of that you might experience during winter. What other signs and symptoms do you think is associated with winter depression? It has a lot of like aspect of the winter expression can like happens on every day in my daily life. But the, I think the for most important is like uh, loss of uh, pressure or interesting on normal activities. And I have no energy to do anything. And feel, I always want to cry during winter time. I don't know why. I didn't see any something like touch my heart or something, but I want to cry and feel isolation every day because I live alone right now. So it's kind of hard for me to make new friends or to give a call to my family. So I still feeling hopeless and worthless. And at the same time, after the break, it was like the final uh, final week or the final month. And I also feel anxious about my grade and my graduation. So it's kind of like that. Yes, uh, I, I believe that like the winter break itself has a big thing to do with it. As like up until the point that the winter break is here, uh, you're like, for me specifically, you're crammed with stuff to do because you have this two week break. But then the second you get back, you're again cramped. So you have this dull period where you've been overworked. And so you want to take a break. But at, the, at that point, you become lethargic and you're unable to work. It's like procrastination, but doubled down because you have so much time now. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I hope things get better for you, Elia. Uh, for me personally, I'm finding that like a physical symptom, aside from the mental symptoms, are that uh, my appetite kind of decreases around this time. And that causes me to be like low in iron, um, like especially around this time. So added on to like that stress, that student stress that uh, we experience, it can be a lot. That's interesting that you mentioned about the winter break and how you have like homework and other assignments to do because it kind of shows that winter depression is going to look different for like people of different ages. Like for students, it's the fact that you're always working, but like for adults, it could also just be isolation or something like that. It really depends on what their experience are during the winter season stuff. Like in general, when you are experiencing all of these like feelings or like those physical symptoms, what are you doing to take care of yourself? Like during the holiday break, like what have you been doing to take care of yourself so that you're able to cope during the winter season? Um, uh, as I said before, I don't really suffer from winter depression, but some things that I do that just keep my mood up in general during these young seasons is hanging out with friends. I know some people can't go out that often, but I've just been going out like every other day because we I have all this free time and I've just been able to do things. I think that's mainly been keeping my mood up. Uh, that's nice to hear. Um, On my end, I've been sort of 
combating winter depression with um also like interacting with friends trying to keep up with so meet up with family um, as much as I can, despite being an immigrant family and being displaced from like some family members. I also do try to really focus on like taking care of my health, um, such as getting more sleep, getting enough food in, uh, despite the loss of appetite. So just like being more attentive of my symptoms. For me, I will probably to change the place of my study and work, and not to just stay at my home and try to go outside to try to different libraries, Starbucks, Tim Hortons, and so on. Like in addition, it will provide more atmosphere of working. And I will try to turn up the light of my room. Because um, why we feel like winter depression is because the uh, reduce of the daylight time. So when I like turn up my light, one of the, so, I will feel like more happier and uh, reduce my feeling of the lake of the sunlight. Like what's more lighting, lightning or my light will protect my eyesight. It's have a lot of benefits. So like these. No, that's true. Um, turning on the light and even spending time with friends and family does definitely help. Um, one thing that I kind of noticed is like during the winter holidays, Sometimes when you don't have other people, you're going to have to find things to support yourself um, just so that your needs are met. So it could be like reading a, reading a book, journaling. I've noticed that journaling helps too for a lot of people. Um, I'm personally trying to get into journaling. So hopefully that goes well too. Even just reorganizing your room in a way because um, sometimes when you are doing something, like when you're feeling very low or something, like it kind of redirects your mind and kind of helps you refocus. Because when you are feeling low, what ends up happening is you're going to feel isolated. You're going to be thinking or overthinking too much too. I've learned to just try to do something to keep your mind away from the fact that you're feeling isolated or alone or even not feeling your best because of the season. But I know that we've talked a lot about like winter depression, but when we talk about seasonal depression, that means like considering like fall or summer and spring, do you find that there's any like situation where one might feel very low or depressed because of those seasonal changes? Um, I'm not sure about like other seasons. Like I really experience it towards the end of autumn and like really in the winter. Um, but during like any turn of the season, I do find myself getting sick. That's not really like depression exactly there's not many mental health symptoms there but it can be like really annoying and especially if it's during like a really busy time of the year um I suppose that can be distracting and it, it leads to frustration too so it makes sense right <laughs> like when yeah. you're you're kind of anticipating that you're not going to feel well because the new season's about to start so right. especially <laughs> in the spring when like it's you know, allergy season. So my pollen allergies really flare up. See, seasonal depression is really interesting given the fact that where we're located specifically, because in Canada, Ontario, we have all four seasons, but some places they don't have all four. So just a question I wanted to ponder was, do you think they would go suffer through the same seasonal depression, even though they don't have as many seasons, like in some other places? That's actually really interesting because like Scandinavian countries are known to be happier um, despite them getting even more like snow and darkness than us. Um, for me, I will like, I will feel more anxious during summertime. 
because the first thing is summertime is the graduation time. I have to leave my old friends and old school and to go to a university to start my new life. And at the same time, summer, although like in Canada, it's not so hot, but another country or in my like family in China, it's really, really hot. So I feel like anxious and I can't focus on what should I do and what, what, sh what should I do next? And I have like my brain is mess and I feel really anxious and I really want to like focus on my like aim or something, but the weather would really influence me. So this is my summer feeling for like recently four years or five years. So I really don't like summer during time. I mean, Elliot brought up a good point because I know that during summer you have two months of like a break and obviously that break can look different. Like you could have that break by going on vacation with your family, but you could also have that break where you don't have much to do, which can also lead to feeling isolated and stuff like that. So that that is understandable that that could also cause some like stress or any like anxiety or depression as well yeah exactly so I think sometimes uh, meet with my friends families or have some journey will reduce my feelings of feel anxious or unshortable but another thing that I've also noticed is because this by this is BIPOC heard um a lot of immigrant families who left their home country from like a warmer weather and coming into colder weather that can also cause a little uneasiness as well I've only thought about that like within my own parents as well because uh, my parents like their home countries in Sri Lanka so it's kind of like they left that country and where it's just really warm and hot and then they're coming back like, in Canada and it's cold so it must have been a huge adjustment I don't know if any of you are familiar about your like if your families have like like if your families visit in Canada or their experience of living in Canada in general, something interesting to comment on that is like people who are like have more <clears throat> melanin in their skin, like have darker skin colors, who move to like places like Canada that have a lot more snow during like these winter times. These people of darker color tend to get sick more often. That's because they're not absorbing enough vitamins from the sunlight itself. That's why people who live in like colder areas have lighter colored skin it helps them absorb more sunlight right and for this reason people of like darker color like me we tend to get more sick around the winter time due to this lack of vitamin d that's a really interesting point i did not know that um going back to like abina's point about like families i think this really resonates with my family personally because my family um they're from vietnam so it's also a tropical like really warm country um and they mentioned that when they came here it was a huge culture shock because they saw pictures of winters in Canada and it looks like really pretty, like really majestic, but actually coming here, you know, all the mud, all the, you know, weird road slush, um, it's a pain to drive through and it's really frustrating and it's of course really cold. And my parents also mentioned like how other family members who have visited here or tried to immigrate here, it was like such a big culture shock that they had to go back to Vietnam. It, it wasn't sustainable to live here. Um, because of the culture shock? Um, for me, I think it's hard to tell what's my parents or what's my whole family feeling because um, my family member didn't immigrate 
right now. They just live in China and I came here alone. So, but my feeling, and I told my parents, it's like, Canada's education is pretty good. And I think at some point it's better than China. So I will probably will come to here. And at the same time, I don't like summer and the hot degree will like drive me crazy. So I really prefer to come to Canada during summer times. And I don't know why this year, um, normally in China, in my home country, it, it's not so cold as like in the winter, we only till like negative 10 degree. But this year, it's till like negative 21 or 25. It's colder than Canada. So I pretty like the weather out here this year. It's cool. I just know that like for this year, we didn't really have much winter so far. I think we're getting more winter now than in December. So I know that that also kind of left people a bit more fortunate, like around 2023, because you're not really dealing with the colder weather. It's like during the holiday, I felt like there was more room to do things because it only started snowing in New Year's Eve. Right. That's a really interesting point, because I guess a leading cause of that is like climate change. Um, and that can be pretty depressing. Uh, and we're seeing how, I think we mentioned previously, how like hotter months, uh, such as December, it can be really anxiety inducing. And so I guess that makes me wonder about like other countries around the world who are experiencing massive heat waves during the summer. Um, whereas we're experiencing like a decrease in snow in the winter, uh, how that leads to like depressive feelings or frustration. I know that when I went to Sri Lanka, like that was the first time I went, um, I remember the hot weather or the warm weather really frustrated me because I was cold to, I was used to the cooler temperature because I was born in Canada and raised in Canada. So I wasn't used to the heat waves. I wasn't used to feeling like always sweating or even feeling warm all the time. Right. So yeah. I remember just not really enjoying certain aspects of it because of the temperature and like the like the weather itself so I know that some people may have different experiences but they're like when they visit their home country and stuff like that but I know that for me that that kind of shifted my mood a bit because I don't obviously no one likes to sweat especially with weather changes and stuff like that and like when it's hot outside but it's one of those things where it really did affect my mood throughout the trip <laughs> Hadi or uh, uh, Ivy, like have like have you visited like your home country and stuff like that? It's been so long. I don't really remember it. I do remember it being like really uh, sweaty. I mostly remember the mosquitoes actually because um, as a tropical country, there are much more mosquitoes than I was used to here, and that was really frustrating. But I was still a kid, so I don't fully remember the emotions of that time. Yeah, no, I haven't visited my home country just yet. I'm going to do so over the summer. So from knowing about winter depression and seasonal depression, what are some ways that you could help support a person that you may know who might be experiencing these like feelings and mood changes and stuff like that? I think just talking to them and being with them should be enough to help them out of their seasonal depression, I believe. Yeah, I definitely agree that like reaching out, uh, getting in contact is a good first step. Um, because this time is really isolating, especially like immigrant families. Um, and yeah, that's a good first step. Uh, also like being attentive of their health, you know, asking questions like if they ate, if they are drinking enough water, um, if you're able to like be face-to-face, -face, uh, sort of notice anything. Um, 
those are good first steps. Um, as for me, last year, um, one of my best friend experienced really heavy winter expression because um she has she has a heavy like study pressure during like that two months and she continued cry to me and explain how how come the study so heavy so I tried to um chat with her and like um try 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 to let her to explain her feelings and like cry louder because you know if if sometimes you feel really like sad or stressed and if you shout it loud or cry loud this will release your stressful and at the same time i would um, ask her to like just force yourself to go outside and just run some like one kilometers and that will release your stressful at the same time and i like i remember the january or february she feel better um, and a step out from her like winter depression that's very nice of you and I definitely agree like um checking up on your friends and then also recommending that they maybe cried out uh although finding distractions can be really helpful in the moment um to really tackle the issue you know just like really embrace the feelings and you know get it over with and then look for solutions like uh journaling was a good tip that Abina mentioned and also running exercising yeah, like I agree with all of you in terms of like checking in. Um, also, another thing is when you do have that conversation with someone who's going through winter depression or seasonal depression, it is always good to follow up um, just to kind of ensure that they're okay. And like, um, I also think that when you check in on someone after having a big conversation like that, it kind of leaves them to feel validated and valued as well. So I felt that like, I, that's what I usually do with people as well. I usually check in um, if we've had like long conversations and stuff like that. But um, even like China channeling your frustration by doing something healthy and productive helps as well. Like um, how Ivy mentioned about like, you know, like journaling as an example. And then like Elia talked about um, going for a walk like what you told your friend, like going for walks and stuff. Um, I know that some people may have that difficulty to taking that step. So like kind of even being like with them and like taking these steps with them can also be reassuring to them for them to hear. And sometimes some people may need baby steps because the thing about when you're feeling moody or like feeling depressed from like weather and stuff like that, the one thing you want to do is just isolate. So, because it's the one where you, one may feel like it's the safest, but it's really not the safest option. So it's something that I feel like I've learned over time because I know that the winter holidays have shifted my mood. I never look forward to winter. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like that's probably, those are some things that I probably would do as well. And we've talked about, like winter depression, we talked about like seasonal depression. Have schools kind of discussed about these things as well, like in terms of your mental health during these times or like during the holidays, right before you go, do like do you get resources, stuff like that? Um, there's certainly like resources available. Like they'll make it known on a website, like here's some hotlines or possible sites to check out. But it's not really emphasized, especially during the season. I think what I've noticed at my school is that they have these like mental health awareness campaigns in the beginning of the year but it's not really followed uh through throughout the year 
um, especially with like exam stress coming up and like the winter depression, we really do need to head around this time. Yeah, for sure. I think having those resources noted and available for people might help them like feel better during the holiday seasons and during the time when they feel very low as well. To recap what we've pretty much talked about today, we've um, discussed about what winter depression means and what it looks like and what we can do to support each other. So it's like now what we really could do is just utilize what we've learned today and like things that we um, think is the best way to support someone who's going through something like this and just ensure that pretty much everyone is mentally okay, mentally feel safe and just overall well.